This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Mr. D Math and More podcast series. And this week we're going to play a game called Race to 100. Now you're going to see how the game Race to 100 not only can you play right now, but you can play when you're out at the store with your young people, when you're in the car driving, whenever that strikes you to play the game. But what you're going to find about the game Race to 100 is we're going to be looking at subtraction and how this particular method, which you're going to see in the game, can be used not only for subtraction problems, but also for upper level courses like algebra and geometry when you start working with things like slope and the distance formula you're going to see how all that works during this podcast so have you ever watched yourself maybe not watched yourself but if you can look in the mirror watch yourself or you've watched your young person or a friend do a computation in their head some kind of mental math say you want to say to them what is 34 minus 18 So they say, okay, 34 minus 18. And what you'll notice is that they will start to look up. They're gonna be tapping into that part of the brain that does computation. You could stop right now and say, hey, what is 34 minus 18? And see if they can start to work it out. And you'll see they start to look up. That's the way they do it if they're not writing it down. So why is it then when we teach subtraction or students are trying to do it on their fingers, they count down or they go down. If they're going to be looking up to get the answer why is it that they're always counting down to try to figure it out that's always confusing to me so let's take a look at the definition of subtraction if you've listened to any of my podcasts you know i like to define words i happen to have two definitions for subtraction there's the traditional kind of boring one and then a super cool one of course i made that super cool one up that's why it's so super cool watch how it works Here's the traditional kind of boring one. You're going to take away from something that is already there. Maybe that's why people think about counting down. But here comes the super cool definition. Are you ready? Subtraction is really this, to find out how far it is between things. You might be thinking, what? Well, think about that. How far is it from one place to another? When you get the answer, it's the answer to a subtraction problem. We're actually finding the distance between things. Let's practice it and see if that's actually true. So how far is it from two to five? So if I say to you, how far is it from two to five? You say, well, that's easy to go from two up to five. You go up by three, you count up. Ah, now we're going up. Well, wait a minute, but what's five minus two? Three, hmm, think about that. You're going from two to five, that's three. It's the same as five minus two. All right, well, let's take a look at some more. Are you ready? How far is it from seven to 10? And you say, that's easy, it's three. Okay, fine. How about this? How far is it from 10 to 15? You say, well, that's easy too, that's five. So if I started at seven and I went to 10 and I got three, then I stopped at 10 and I started again and I went from 10 to 15 and I got five, the distances that I went were three and five, which is a total distance of eight. Well, where did I start and where did I actually end up? Well, I started at seven and I ended up at 15. That's a distance of eight. Wait, 15 minus seven equals eight? Oh my goodness, how did that happen? Let's take a look. Let me say it again. 15 minus seven is eight. A lot of times young people memorize these facts, which is fine, but what happens when they start to get bigger where the memory isn't there? What do you do? 
Well, you count up. And if you happen to go by 10, stop, take a break. What do I mean by that? Well, 15 minus seven, let's start at seven. Am I going to make it to 10 on my way to 15? Absolutely, let's stop and take a break. From seven to 10 is three, and now I'm at 10, and now I'm going from 10 to 15, that's a distance of five. So how far did I go? I went three, I went five, I went eight. You might be saying to yourself, wow, that's amazing. And even more is you might be saying to yourself, you know, I've done something like that before, but no one ever showed me how. I just kind of figured it out on my own. We'll talk about that in a few minutes as well. Check this one out, are you ready? I said a little while ago, ask a young person to do 34 minus 18. I didn't tell you what the answer was because you would have done it by trying to count down. But let's count up. Are you ready? If I'm going from 18 to 34, the problem is 34 minus 18. I'm gonna start at 18, I'm gonna to go to 34. Am I gonna stop at a 10 along the way? Yeah, I'll stop at 20. I could stop at 30, but I won't need to. Check this out. To go from 18 to 20 is two. Now I'm at 20. How far is it from 20 to 34? And you think, well, it's 14. It's like a 10 and four more. Ah, so what do we do? Well, we went two, we went 14, we went a distance of 16. Oh, how about that? 34 minus 18 is 16. Up two, up 14, a total of 16. Just like that. You can use this method instead of borrowing. It becomes a great way to find the distance between things. By the way, if you're starting to introduce positive and negative numbers to your young people, it's the same. If you're subtracting and you're going from a negative number to a positive number, watch what happens. If you want more information about what I just said about going from a negative number to a positive number and watching what happens, send me an email and I'll send you some information. But think about this. If I'm going from negative four to positive five, from negative four to positive five. I'm going from negative four, I'm going up to positive five, I go a distance of nine. The subtraction problem would be five minus negative four, which is actually positive nine, go figure. The same works the other direction as well. And again, if that was a little confusing, because maybe it is, that's fine, just send me an email and I'd be happy to share you with more information about that, dennis at mrdmath.com. Okay, so let's play the game. Let's race to 100. So I'm gonna start with the number 37. This is the game to play with your young people at home. Are you ready? Take the number 37 and say this. How far is it from 37 to 100? Let's race. You tell them to go, you go, and hopefully their job is to become faster at it than you. How do you play the game? Well, instead of them trying to figure out 100 minus 37, because that's actually what they're doing, let's do it this way. How far is it from 37 to 100? 37 to 40 is three. Okay, I'm at 40 now. Where am I going? Well, I'm going to 100. Oh, well, from 40 to 100 is 60. How far did we go? Well, we went three, we went 60, we went 63. That is 100 minus 37, by the way. No borrowing needed. You might be saying, <laughs> wait a minute. That was so easy. It was. Matter of fact, let's have you try one. Are you ready? Your turn. The number is 48. So think about how do you get to 100 from 48? Ready, set, go. Did you start with this? Did you start with 48 and say, well, 48 to 50 is two, and now I'm at 50 and I need to get from 50 to 100, which is 50, so I went a distance of 52. Easy enough. Now you think about that and you say, wow, that's so easy. Can you do that with all subtraction? Absolutely, why not? You're just finding out how far it is from the bottom where you're starting 
to the top where you're going, whatever that looks like. People who used to count change in stores used to do this. And I say used to, why? Because now they're hitting buttons on a computer and telling the computer to tell you what the change is and they just hand it to you. But think about in the old days, and you re might remember people, and maybe you still run into them from time to time, you walk in the store and they count the change back to you. But how are they counting the change back to you? Not from the top down, from the bottom up. It's the same method. So much easier counting up than trying to subtract down. Either way, you get the same answer because you're looking at the distance between the different numbers you're looking at. That's it. Speaking of distance, have you ever heard of slope from algebra? or the distance formula from geometry. Maybe you've heard of them and you don't remember them, or maybe you remember them, but you don't want to remember them. How about this? See if this sounds familiar. Slope, we say the letter M in algebra or slope is this formula, y2 minus y1 over x2 minus x1. And some of you may be thinking right now, oh my gosh, I remember that. Well, why is the subtraction in the formula? Why is it y2 minus y1 over x2 minus x1? How come it's not add or multiply or divide? Why is it subtract? Because what is the slope letting us do? Well, the slope is letting us find out how far is it from one point to another using what we call a constant rate of change. It's always changing the same way. How are the y's changing? How are the x's changing? What? How are the y's changing? How are the x's changing? You mean we're just finding the distance from the, from the first y to the second y and from the first x to the second x? Yes. Now, think about that, right? If you notice, the formula even says y2 minus y1. Why they put the y2 first? Because you're going from the first one to the second one. The same way that my definition of subtraction works. Find the distance. Maybe you heard the slope like rise over run or the change in y over the change in x. But really, it just means this. How do you get from one point to another finding the distance? We talk about distance, we're talking about subtracting. Well, let's check this out. Are you ready? y2 minus y1 over x2 minus x1. Listen to these ordered pairs. Are you ready? 2, 5. Now, in ordered pairs, the first one is always the x. The second one is the y, alphabetical order. So we're going to go from 2, 5 to 7, 1. Now, if you want to write those down, feel free. But if you can do this while you're listening, maybe you're driving right now or out on a walk right now, whatever it is, no problem. Think about this. We're going from 2, 5 to 7, 1. We're going to work with what? The change in the y's over the change in the x's. So now, if you notice the way the formula goes, the formula says do the second y minus the first y. How about if we just do this? How far is it from the first y to the second y? 2, 5, 7, 1. I'm looking at the second numbers in each group. 2, 5, 5, 7, 1, 1. What's happening from 5 to 1? Now you might be saying, well, it's going down. Of course it is. And how far is it going down? Well, it's going down by 4. Well, isn't that great? It went down by 4. So we represent that with a negative 4. You might be saying, oh, you're kidding, right? I'm not kidding. What are the x's doing? 2, 5, 7, 1. Now we're looking at the first numbers, the x's the 2 to the 7. Instead of doing x2 minus x1, just ask yourself the question, what are the x's doing? Well, they're going from 2 to 7. What are they doing? Well, they're going up by 5. Oh my goodness, we found the slope between those two points. I'm talking you through it. There's nothing to write down. You just write down the answer. So the slope going from 2, 5 to 7, 1, the y's are going down by 4, while the x's are going up by 5. 
that creates a negative slope of negative 4 over 5. We found the slope. We found the change in y over the change in x, or the distance between the x's and the distance between the y's. The mystery of y2 minus y1 over x2 minus x1 has been revealed. Okay, wait a minute. We're talking about distance. There is a formula in geometry that you'll see called the distance formula. The distance formula, how do you do that? Well, here it is. Distance, the letter D. We give it the letter D. How cool. Distance equals the square root of, and here it comes, x2 minus x1 squared plus y2 minus y1 squared. Now, if you take geometry with me, I'm going to get much more into where that formula came from and how it works. But what I want you to hear is what? x2 minus x1 again, y2 minus y1 again. Why is it subtract? Because we're finding the distance. Okay, we'll think about what's happening. This time, it was the x's first, x2 minus x1. Fine, what are the x's doing? Well, they're going from 2 to 7. All right, they're going up by 5. In the formula, we square it. So I'm doing 5 times 5. It's x2 minus x1 squared to the second power. All right, fine, 5 times 5, 25. What am I supposed to do with that? Well, I'm supposed to add to that the change in the y's, or the difference of the y's, or the distance between the y's, all meaning the same thing. What are we doing? Subtracting y2 minus y1, if you want to use the formula. But what are the y's doing? Well, they were going from 5 down to 1. No problem. From 5 down to 1, it's going down. It's negative, and it's 4. But if you take a negative and you square it, it's going to become a positive because it's a negative times a negative. Negative 4 times negative 4 is 16. So we're taking the x's, a change in 5, squared, 25. The change in y is going down by 4, negative 4 squared is positive 16. The formula says add them together. Okay, 25 plus 16 is 41. And take the square root. Fine. The square root of that is the square root of 41, just like that. Or if you want to put it in a calculator, it rounds to about 6.4 to one decimal place. I'm talking some advanced math. For some of you, you're going like, Mr. D, that's over my math pay grade, no problem. Or you're thinking to yourself, I've got a high schooler, and they never really understood this. And now you can explain it to them in a way that will make total sense to them. By the way, if you want more about play the game, race to 100, guess what? You know it, I have a video. I have extra practice. I've got the solutions to the extra practice that shows it all working out that you can do with your young person at any time. All you have to do is, you guessed it, send me an email, dennis at mrdmath.com, D-E-N-N-I-S at M-R-D-M-A-T-H.com. And that's the game Race to 100, but I hope that you're noticing not only does it have applications in the real world, but how it traces and follows and moves on all the way into upper level math when you get to algebra and geometry and beyond. Understanding that subtraction just means the distance between things is huge when you're being introduced to new topics like the distance formula and slope. All right, everyone, have a great week. I look forward to being with you again next time. This is Mr. D. Have a good one. Bye. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.